Hey friend, welcome back to the podcast. Today, we are going to be talking about how to cope with stress without numbing out with alcohol, marijuana, or stress eating. So grab a notebook and pen because in this episode, I'm going to share several practical ways to cope with stress as well as some things that you can do to proactively prevent too much stress. Hey friend, welcome to Beyond the Booze. I'm your host, Victoria Plummer, daughter of the most high, wife, boy mom, and multi-passionate entrepreneur. I know that you are sick of wallowing in shame after another night of binge drinking. I know that you want to quit, but you can't imagine a life without alcohol. My mission is to set you free from the lies, fears, and habits that are keeping you stuck in a toxic relationship with alcohol. In this podcast, you'll learn about spiritual growth, personal development, healthy lifestyle habits, and recovery education so that you can start living a life you love. If you're ready to take your power back, grow in your faith, and live a more purposeful life, you are in the right place. Whip up your favorite mocktail. Let's do this. Hey there, just a reminder that if you are enjoying this podcast, if it is blessing you or you've received any sort of encouragement from it, one way that you can thank me is by leaving a review um, on Apple, Apple Podcasts, a written review, five-star review would be such a blessing to me. Again, please leave me a review. And then secondly, If you didn't know, we have a Facebook community and we just hit 40 members. Hey, it's a party now. I'm so, I, I, it's not a lot. I know when you go to other Facebook groups, you know, there's probably like hundreds or thousands, but considering this is a new podcast that started in September, 2022, um, it's, you know, maybe what is that? September, October, November, December, January, February, five months old. 40 is awesome and I'm not worried about the numbers. I'm, you know, I'm more, I care more about, you know, each of you individually. Um, So anyways, it's just exciting though to see that there's 40 people there and, you know, now we can start doing some stuff. Like um, I'm really looking to start doing a live in there maybe once a week with like a Bible study or like some sort of encouraging word. Um, So let me know your thoughts on that. And again, if you're not a part of the community yet, get on Facebook and search for the Beyond the Booze Facebook community. Um, There's also a link in the show notes to join the group. Um, When you join the group, I also ask you a few questions, and one of those is if you could ask me any question about sobriety, what would it be? And that's kind of an opportunity for you to give me some feedback about what you would want to hear more of on the podcast, which is actually where the topic for today came from. So again, the topic for today came from the Facebook group, and someone asked, how do you cope with stress now? And I love that question because now I'm even further in my sobriety journey and I've got some new tools in my tool belt and some things that I've been doing consistently 
And I mean, I'm just in such a better place than I was, I mean, a year ago and even five months ago, <laughs> I'm in much a much better place. Um, so yeah, I'm excited to share some of these things. And, you know, I, I know that a lot of times, sometimes we don't even realize that the reason we're using substances is to cope with our emotions. Um, or sometimes even eating sweets, you know, like sometimes, I mean, if you're a mom, maybe you can relate, even if you're not a mom, I mean, this could be anybody like when you get off of work and you're, you know, you had a long stressful day and maybe you go hit the drive through, um, you grab some, you know, some sort of comfort food, something, and that's like your way to de-stress. And you might not even put that together that that's what you're doing is you're using food to help you regulate your emotions. But sometimes that's what happens, you know, and again, if you're a mom, you know, after the kids go to bed, maybe you're, um, you're in the pantry, you know, eating some snacks and you might not even realize that that also is probably a way you're trying to regulate your emotions and de-stress. And, um, obviously with alcohol, the same thing, you know, there's a, a mommy wine culture where, you know, moms are drinking wine when their kids go to bed and that's like glorified in our society. Um, and then of course, even men, you know, like men after a hard day of work, they're going home and they're drinking a beer and that's their way to regulate their stress and to cope with stress. And so, so yeah, I know this topic is needed because we need some other tools that are healthier, um, and that will actually help us really, um, work through that stress in a more empowering way. And I just want to be honest, like about things that I experience that cause me stress. Um, obviously I'm not going to go into super detail, but you know, my son is 21 months old. So he's almost two. He's a toddler. Um, I'm home with him, you know, most, most of the time. <laughs> and so about nap time, like I am ready for him to take a nap. Like I love him and I have so much fun with him and we have a great time and you know, I love it. It's so much fun. But, uh, but by the time we get to nap time, I'm like, all right, buddy, it's time for you to go to bed. And then my dog, you know, she starts driving me crazy too. And I'm like, all right, it's time for you to go to your kennel. Like everybody's going to nap time and mommy needs to take a minute to de-stress. And so that'll lead me into my first thing. So, because this is something that I do every day, like, um, pretty much every day that he's home for nap time, especially, um, because he goes to parents day out two days a week. So, um, basically Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I'm doing this practice that helps me de-stress after taking care of a toddler, um, a human being for the first half of the day. Yeah. The first way that I cope with stress is with breath work and movement. So I combine the two and I have two different practices that I do. Um, generally when Malachi goes down for his nap, I turn on either worship music or like a sound bath, some sort of like meditation music, um, something very relaxing. 
And then I do my primal practice, which is something that my wellness coach taught me. And I actually have a link to a video on his YouTube channel where you can follow along with these movements. But so I'm basically laying down on the floor, um, just kind of grounding myself and like feeling my body and like each area that's touching the floor. And then, you know, taking deep breaths. So for example, one of the movements he has me do is called like windshield wipers. And it's basically where you're like laying on your back with your knees up, your knees bent and your feet are on the ground. And you're just kind of like swaying your knees from side to side. And so like, as you're dropping your knees down to one side, you're breathing out. And then you, as you raise them up, you breathe in. And so it's just, it's very like, as you move, you move with your breath. Um, you could even follow along some sort of gentle yoga and, and do this sort of practice. It's similar to that because it's just very gentle movement, but it's also like taking really deep breaths, which the, the breath work combined with the movement just really helps you de-stress. Like this helps me de-stress so fast when my son goes down for his nap. Like I do this movement and then I'm ready for like my me time, you know, to do whatever I need to do whether that's like record a podcast or work out or whatever. Like it really just helps me just shake off like the tension from, you know, caring for him all morning. And then I get to like, you know, have that me time. And so if this sounds a little too complicated for you, that's fine. Um, the other thing that you could do is a breath walk. So again, you're just basically taking taking deep breaths as you walk. You're taking a deep breath in your nose. You're taking a deep breath out of your um, out of your nose as well. You're breathing in and out, out of your nose the whole time. Mouth is shut. Um, same thing with the primal practice. Um, but yeah, so this is another practice that my coach has me do. And it's basically like what I do is like I'll walk for 20 minutes. And so as I'm Walking as I'm breathing in, I count the steps on my breath in. So, say for example, I'm like breathing in and I can't, and I walk five steps as I'm breathing in. So, I count to five. And then as I'm breathing out, I count the steps as I breathe out. So, you know, I might do the same amount of breath um, out of my nose as I'm breathing out, you know, so five steps breathing in, five steps breathing out. Um, and yeah, so that's those are both ways that I like that helps me de-stress really fast. The second thing that I do that helps me cope with stress is I change my environment. So I either that would mean like most likely I'm going outside. <laughs> you know, whether that's going out back and sitting out on the patio and just, you know, getting some fresh air, just like changing your environment or if it's rainy outside, don't worry. You can get in your car and drive somewhere. Um, sometimes you just need to like switch locations and that'll help you, um, you know, de-stress. And then as like, I feel like each step <laughs> or each way that I cope with stress is just like a little bit like deeper, depending on what the stress is. And um, if it's just like, like me, where it's just like the stress of like work, AKA my toddler, um, or if it's something deeper, like if it's, you know, something that's going on in like your relationships or, you know, I, I don't know, like your personal life, whatever. 
Um, so the third way that I cope with stress, of course, is prayer. Um, and I put specifically a prayer of surrender. Um, and I've been doing this a lot. I've just, man, I don't think I've ever realized how important surrender is. And sometimes like literally surrendering every single day because um, we're just human. And sometimes we're just, we just try to pick up whatever we're trying to, we like lay something down at God's feet and then we try to pick it back up and control it again. And so sometimes we daily have to lay it down. Um, and I was telling a friend about this the other day because, you know, like we can just get so bogged down with stress and we are not meant to carry all that stress, you know, like God wants to help us carry our burdens. Um, he wants to help us you know, move these mountains or whatever they are. He wants to help us, you know? Um, so yeah, a prayer of surrender is my, the third way that I cope with stress. And the way that you could do this is, you know, for example, for me, you know, the last year in my marriage has been really tough and me and him are both very <laughs> open about that. So, um, that's one area that I've had to surrender to God and so what I'll do is I'll like imagine almost like an ornament and like laying it down at Jesus's feet. So I kind of like visualize, you know, like maybe it's like a picture of me and him, like a bride and a groom, and I'm surrendering us over to God and just like handing it over to him. Um, it could be whatever, you know, if it's, if it's alcohol, like, you know, by all means, like you're surrendering that bottle over to him. Like you're, I'm just saying like visualize you know, and imagine, you know, you're surrendering it to Jesus's feet. So that's a big one that really helps you cope with your stress. And then my fourth way to cope with stress is journaling. And I actually have a little acronym. It's like the three P's, pause, pray, and process. So if you're going through some sort of like stressful, stressful situation, um, I recommend to, yeah, like pause, and maybe the pause for you is to, you know, do one of those, um, like the breath work with the movement or, you know, getting outside. You're just taking a pause from whatever is causing you stress. And then you'll pray, right? You could do the pray of surrender or just pray to God, like, God, like all this is going on. Like, I need your help, you know, just pray and then process. And, and so the process normally for me is, to journal it out, you know, um, maybe I'm journaling the prayer and then I'm journaling just whatever it is that's, you know, causing me stress, you know, just let it all out. Nobody has to read it. Um, you could even, you know, burn it up if you need to, <laughs> but it really helps you to process um, and get it out of your head and onto paper. So you're not constantly thinking about it and uh, ruminating on it. Um, and then Five, the fifth way is to vent to a trusted friend, um, talk to someone or seek wise counsel. Um, you know, I, I know that there's an array of things that you could be feeling stressed about. Um, and so seeking wise counsel is very wise. You know, um, there's a verse in Proverbs. Proverbs 13:20 Walk with the wise and become wise for a companion of fools suffers harm. 
Um, and there's so many verses about, you know, having wise counselors. Um, so definitely, definitely recommend to seek some wise counsel for whatever you're going through. Um, and yeah, to just find someone who has, can be a safe space for you to vent to. Um, and of course, like I said, you know, I, I would definitely recommend to pray and journal about it before you go talk to someone. I mean, I understand sometimes that's not always going to be the case, but it's good to, um, to pray about it and talk to God about it first and process it on your own before you go talk to someone. Um, because you don't want to just like be gossiping either. Um, so yeah. And then six, um, is more so if you're feeling like overwhelmed and I've definitely felt like this recently. Um, and as much as I know to do this and I also kind of feel resistant to do it. And sometimes I just like, I don't know, it's like, I want to be overwhelmed <laughs> and just like complain about it. But the best thing that you can really do is to brain dump, just dump it all out, write it all down, write everything that you need to do that is making you feel overwhelmed and maybe ask someone to help you, you know, ask someone to take on one of the tasks for you if you can. Um, and then, you know, just start with the one thing, do one thing at a time um, and just know that you you can't do it all at once. You know, you, ha you have to do things just one at a time. Let me go back through those real fast. So these are the ways that I cope with stress. One is breath work and movement combined with either my primal practice, yoga, or breath work. Um, and then two is to change your environment, go outside, get some fresh air, sit in the sun. Three, prayer, um, specifically a prayer of surrender. Number four, journal, pause, pray, process. Number five is to seek wise counsel or to vent or talk to someone uh, that you trust. Number six is to brain dump and attack one thing at a time. Now I want to shift over to just some things that I've done that have proactively helped me prevent being super stressed or super overwhelmed. Okay. So I have one, two, three, four, four things that I do. Okay. So the first is that I exercise or move along with the breath work every day. I, I have that planned in. Um, and sometimes I'm just opportunistic about it. You know, I do that primal practice after my son goes down for a nap because I need, um, I need to de-stress. And then I do the same days that I do that slow movement practice. I also do cardio, um, whether that's like a interval, like walk and run, um, or just a walk or like some Stairmaster intervals. Um, I'm also focusing on the deep breathing as I'm doing that. Um, and of course, be mindful with that. If you feel lightheaded, stop immediately and lay down on the ground. Um, and then I also, of course, I do strength training. So that's another way that I exercise every day. I do some strength training um, three days a week. So I'm when you're when you're exercising, like you can't help but take deep breaths, <laughs> you know. So I also focus on my breath when I'm exercising. So it's like I'm getting the double benefit of like moving 
along with the breath work, which really helps you reduce your stress. And then I also, the second thing I do to proactively deal with stress is I do a daily quiet time. Um, most mornings I wake up early before my son and I get that time with God where I'm sitting in his presence. I'm praying, I'm getting into the word. Um, and that, you know, that just gets your mind right for the day. And then the third thing that I've done that has helped me deal proactively (laughs) deal with stress is I've started a home management system because, um, being a wife and being a mom and my husband works, um, you know, that a lot of the taking care of the home stuff falls on me. And of course I want to, you know, I want to take care of my home. Um, I want to provide my family with healthy foods and I want to, you know, make my house a sanctuary. So yeah, I've started this new system. It's called the fly lady system stands for finally loving yourself. Um, you can search for it on Pinterest and there's like a bunch, it, it tells you what it is, but basically it's just like a really easy way to keep your house from looking like a mess. (laughs) And Along with this, I created like a little habit tracker. So where I just like check off what I do every day. So like every morning I try to do the dishes, I make my bed, I get dressed. Um, I do a load of laundry or I put a load of laundry in, you know, the, um, the washer. But yeah, so just like those things, you know, I'm doing those every morning. And then in the afternoon, I'm, you know, putting away that one load that I did. I'm, um, doing the dishes again in the evening because of course, you know, they just pile up, (laughs) but it's a lot easier to just deal, to do the dishes, you know, if you do them twice a day, instead of letting them all pile up and then, you know, and then maybe you're overwhelmed by seeing it and then you don't do it until the next day and then you're even more overwhelmed. So this is just, yeah, again, something that I've done because when my house is in chaos, I feel like I'm in chaos. And so, yeah, that's something that I've done is implemented this home management system with the fly lady system. Um, And then the fourth thing that I've done is I started scheduling my fundamental needs and I use time blocking. So I, I block out my day into like five quadrants, I guess. So I guess it's not a quadrant, but um, five blocks. So I have like the morning block, the midday block, and you know, all these different blocks of time. And I try to schedule things in each block of time. So for example, like as far as like my financial goals, every week I need to make sure that I'm doing our budget to make sure that we're on track. And so like that's scheduled in for Friday, um, during Malachi's nap time. Every week I know I need to meal plan. And so I have that scheduled in every week. I need a grocery shop. So I have that scheduled in every week, every day I need to have my morning quiet time. So I have that scheduled in every day. I need to get some movement in. So I have that scheduled in. (laughs) This is not supposed to be a poem, but yeah, there's certain things like I want to spend this intentional time with Malachi every week where we do something. And so a lot of times we go to story time and so I have that scheduled in that that fills up my motherhood cup if you will um there's things that I do that fill up my marriage cup you know like me and my husband spending like quality time together or 
We have a marriage class that we go to. That's what I mean by fundamental needs. It's like looking at every area of your life and scheduling in the things that you need to do to make you feel whole and um, happy, you know, and and maybe you're not going to feel happy all the time, but it'll definitely just make you feel more balanced and a little less chaotic. Anyways, let me just go through those really quickly. So the proactive things that you can do is exercise and do breath work every day. Two is have a daily quiet time. Three is a home management system. Four is scheduling your fundamental needs into a time blocked system. Um, yeah, so I hope this was helpful for you to just get some ideas on things that you can do to cope with your stress immediately and then also be proactive about dealing with your stress um, and realizing like what things are causing me stress and how can I be proactive about preventing them from causing me stress in the future. Um, and those things that I mentioned on how to cope with stress, they're really great because they kind of get you to the baseline of being de-stressed. Because when you're stressed, you can't really make great decisions. So it's really important to like bring your stress level down with that breath and the movement and prayer and maybe journaling. And then from that peaceful place, you can make a decision on like, okay, what do I need to do? Because you can't make that decision when you're in the, in the chaos and you can't make that decision when you're just numbing out with um, alcohol or weed or food um, you need to get to that peaceful place with these stress management techniques. So your homework for this week is to choose one thing to implement and share it with us in the Facebook group. Let us know how it went or just share what you plan to do. And if this episode has helped you in any way, don't forget to leave a review and I will catch you guys next week.